You're listening to Mischief Media. Hey, Nonplus listeners. If you're a craft beer fan, have we got the app for you. Tavor, it's the app for fans of craft brews and trying new and exciting labels. It's so cool. Snag the app from your iOS or Android app store, browse the current list of hard-to-find 100% independent beers, and add them to your personalized crate, or enroll in the subscription, and Tavor will handpick the highest-rated beers that suit your taste. There's no minimums or commitments, and if you're selecting the beers for yourself, you pay as you choose, and then request delivery whenever you're ready. Again, there's no monthly limit or minimum that you need to hit, and a flat rate shipping doesn't change with the size of your crate. As many beers as you want, same price to ship. Tavor posts a 100% independent community, over 650 featured breweries from 47 states, and over 7,000 beers tasted. That's nuts. Yeah, you can download Tavor today and try it for yourself. Just use the code NONPLUS at checkout for $10 off your first order of $25 or more. Again, download Tavor, that's T-A-V-O-U-R, in your app store and use the code NONPLUS for $10 off your first order of $25 or more. I'll drink to that. And one for Mahler. Fat Bib Fortuna sitting on the throne. He gets slain. Something rhymes with throne. <laughs> he was he was out there with that one. I tried so hard. I just want to make you laugh, honey. It's my <laughs> only goal in life. Point is. Another episode of Non Plus to Gay Rom Through the Disney Plus Vault. That over there is my husband Clancy. Over there is my husband Josh. And this is Non Plus to Mischief Media Podcast. Hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. We're nearing the end of January already. Yes. Um, and it's just as terrifying as one might think. But hey, we're here. We're still smiling our little hearts out. And even though we're not doing a deep dive on a movie this week, we are here for you to chit chat about things but first before we do just some quick housekeeping of course there's always new stuff at mischiefmerch.com i'm looking right now at a black widow workout set yeah that's rad that's rad and you know what you'd get 10 percent off of that if you use Hell code yeah, non plus 10 yeah uh because that's kind of what we do looks like we've got some new harry potter uh stuff that looked like a dick for a second it's I'm- not a dick it's a badger for hufflepuff i know uh, that plant parent one is never enough. That's super cute. Little poster there. That is fun. Um, so yeah, just check out some of the new stuff. Uh, I love this. This is Yelena's macaroni and cheese in a pot. Oh yeah. Um, Absolutely from Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and again, like we mentioned, non plus 10, you get 10% off our stuff. You get 10% off MCU stuff all at mischiefmerch.com. Also the Percy Jackson series is officially, officially official. Yes. That's been announced. It's moving forward to series. That's very exciting. Yeah. Um, and Disney Plus is going to be available in some new countries this summer. That's exciting. So if you're listening to us for some reason and the platform hasn't been available in your country. Yeah. Th- thanks. Um, but also, hey, look forward to that. We'll drop the link in the show notes and you can see if um, <laughs> if it's coming to you. I It seems like such a who doesn't have I'm, that's such privilege. That's such 
Western civilization. Who doesn't have Disney Plus? 42 countries. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. At least. Mm -hmm. Come on, Josh. Get it together. Think globally. Um, Yeah, we did some research for this. Uh, We'll drop links where they're available. Um, But, you know, we go to Wikipedia. We go to IMDb. We go to Rotten Tomatoes. Did some Hollywood Reporter. We got some The Atlantic in here today. Because what are we talking about, Clancy? We are talking about the book of Boba Fett. The book of Boba Fett, of course. But because it's hiatus and it's a break. We didn't. Re- we we skimmed some articles. Yeah, we're we talking did. about how we feel. We're we're gonna talk about where like because it's not over yet. It's but not like, over yet. We are. We're gonna kind of give our feelings as to where it is right now. Yeah, and just how we've thought about it. Yeah. You know, again, we don't really get to talk about series too much. This is a great opportunity to do that kind of exactly. loosey goosey. If you haven't seen it yet, consider this entire episode spoiler country. Yeah, if you haven't seen Mandalorian season one or two, or even the book of Boba Fett up until episode what is this five? Something Boba, like that. Yeah, you're, you're gonna wanna. Probably skip this one because this is go watch the look. It won't won't break our hearts. Just make sure you've downloaded the file. That gets us the points. Exactly. That gets the count. Listen to it later. Exactly. Watch the show. Listen to it later because it's spoiler country. That's the spoiler flutes. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna stack them again because I'm mad with power. Okay. Jesus. Well, the story in Book of Boba Fett picks up kind of right where it left off from the Mandalorian. And it was that in and of itself, it was a post credit scene for the season two finale of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Where Boba Fett goes back to Jabba's palace and kills a very fat Bib Fortuna. Mm-hmm. Point is we sort of get the, the, the structure of the story from the, for the show is picking up from there and telling us like that point forward, but also from the gut of the Sarlacc right. forward to the Mandalorian and meeting Fennec Shand and saving her life. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting a lot more backstory for Boba in this. And it's really cool to be able to see a a character that historically has always kind of been seen as a badass. And, you know, we got a little bit of it in the prequels. Yes. But like this really dives into what makes Boba Fett, Boba Fett. Some people we'll talk about it at the end. Some people are not happy about it. (laughs) This is not some people's Boba Fett and boo fucking who. Oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ooh, you big titty baby, it's not for you. you never mind. Never yeah. mind. Never mind. I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, you don't, if you're not having fun, if you don't like it, that's fine. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. yeah the, other, the other thing that they kind of dive really deep into is the Tuscans, which get a huge part in the first few episodes. Yeah. And like, it's, it's great about, we'll talk about world building a little bit more, but there was one of the, I want to say, uh, old Republic games where you could sort of befriend a Tuscan faction and they, they, they expanded that mythology a little bit more because traditionally they're just like, they're a boogeyman basically. Yeah. Essentially his life with the Tuscans, you know, molded him into this newer Boba Fett and he sort of earned his place among them. And it's all very, you know, um, indigenous culture. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I took notes later. Uh, they they sort of they treat them with with dignity, <laughs> like it's oh, this is a, a people bit, with yeah, culture. Yeah, they 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 really like it, it. There's a sense of family camaraderie that that they have. Um, you know, yeah, that they are ruthless. Still end up getting slaughtered, which I have mm, yeah. problems with. But but it, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely good. And yeah, well, I think we'll get more into it in world building here in a second. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then it's effectively a story of. Boba Fett trying to become the Daimo, the crime lord of Moss Espa. Yeah. And I think a fair criticism right now is to what end? 
why we don't really know why he's doing any of this yet yeah there there really isn't there really isn't a clear reason as to if he want like what his motives are or anything like that all we know is is that he's really hell-bent yeah. on on running the show and again i I am of strongly of the opinion that this is fun to watch. Yeah. I wish the latest episode, we'll talk about this a little bit more in a bit. I wish the latest episode had been more Boba Fett centric because it was effectively a, a lost episode of the Mandalorian. Uh, yeah. But I get it. I get it. it. It's sort of like, it's, you know, it's one of those break episodes. I think we got a cup. Didn't we get a couple of those in, in Mandalorian itself? Like where we kind of went off and saw somebody else's arc. Yeah, there was, there was some of that, but yeah. still, like, I, I don't know. It, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Point is, uh, th- there's a lot of meat, and Star Wars hates nothing but a lore vacuum, and so uh, <laughs> yeah. it, they're doing a really good job of filling it in, and there's, I think there is equal levels of, like, fan service for Star Wars fans, fan service for Filoni fans, mm-hmm. fan service for space western fans like they're doing a really good job of serving multiple audiences but i think there are some pitfalls to that yeah i uh i mean what what do you mean by pitfalls like what what are what are you thinking is i again problematic? i, I think the biggest thing for me is that we don't i we don't know why any of this is happening it just is which is great sure in and of itself i just i kind of wish i knew what the motivation was yeah i mean we we kind of mandalorian in and of itself has kind of always had a sort of uh, loose direction we it, yeah, yeah. I, it, much like heroes you know save the child save the world or save the child save the universe you yeah. know what i mean like it mm-hmm. was he had a quest he literally had a quest this is this is almost i saw it uh referred to in one of these pieces as like a scorsese mob film to a degree yeah it's it's definitely a different tone for sure i just but it's got that same mandalorian dna i feel like again i i'm having a fabulous time watching it oh for sure the world building's great let's talk about that let's do that um like i was saying they treat the tuscans really really well there's been some other attempts since the first films where they were just like and like getting shot off the sand dunes or whatever yeah but they have like i said they have a a, a pe- there are people with a culture and a dignity and that's in no small part to temuera morrison's uh sort of influence like he's a maori man he's a new zealand actor but he's yeah he's culturally indigenous um he comes from that background in new zealand and they're big on tradition and ceremony and like maintaining their original ancient heritage culture practices ceremonies all of that stuff yeah. And so there's a very specific perspective he brings to as an actor interacting with an indigenous tribe within a story. And there's, there's a lot of interviews that he's given about how he's, how he was able to provide some perspective on that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I, I just, I love it. Like and, getting and, to know the Tuscans as a people, as opposed to just a boogeyman, much like the pilgrims arriving to the native Americans and effectively wiping them out with disease. Got that's it. kind of what happens here. <laughs> you yes. Well, I want Yes. I mean, they get raided by a biker gang, but it's still like, I mean, the Atlantic talks about it kind of being uh, the noble savage trope being trotted out again. And I can see that. I can absolutely see that that line being. Yeah, because I mean, if he hadn't, if he hadn't shown up, they would have either a continued to run from that train and that train just would have been a thing, you know, uh, a 
a thing continuing. Yeah. Or, uh, or, you know, eventually they would have gotten wiped out or at least that right. particular tribe. But like him showing up, showing, giving him the, their, these tools, them being successful with the tools and then it immediately, immediately being wiped them, out. Like what yeah. was, again, what was to what end? Yeah. It was kind of, because all that, I, like, I, I feel like maybe, especially as we're talking about it now in the moment, I feel like, well, why doesn't he have more guilt for that? Why isn't that some of his motivation yeah. to actually like exercise a degree of control so the innocent bystanders no longer get hurt? Why I mean, isn't that? That's more probably why he's trying to go after the fishman. That might be why <laughs> that that might be why like his motivation for wanting Jabba's position. His whole goal is to get rid of the pike pikes pikes. 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 Yes, the Pike Syndicate. I think that's his whole thing is like, you know what? This is one means to get rid of them to get back at that. That could be the we're arc get, that we're We're saying. getting there. Yeah. But it took a while. It, yeah, it did. Um, That said, like the world of Moss Espa and Moss Eisley, it's interesting to see more of these. Yeah. But um, and we've seen Moss Espa in the prequels, I think. Um, yes. But it's still just like it's not visually exciting at all. No, it's all Tantooine. It's all fucking <laughs> sand planet. Like. This, this, at least with like Mandalorian season one, two, like we, we got many planets. He was bopping around. Like yeah. There was, there was a lot of, of, uh, variety to it. Yes. I mean, we did get the, the ring that, uh, that Mando, um, yes. goes to go visit. Which you made the Halo reference and a lot of people have made the Halo reference, but ring world predates Halo by like oh, 30 years. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and honestly, it's been a thing like those sort of worlds have been around in, in sci-fi for a long time. Yeah. And it's like, called a Dyson sphere. There's a, I'll drop the link in the show notes, but there's a polygon article where the writer talks about having actually interviewed the author of ring world about him. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it, it's funny to me, but yes, like that's one of the things where they're feeding to really solid sci-fi tropes. Like, oh, of yeah. course there's a, 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 a space station that's ring shaped like this. Of course this exists in star Wars. Yeah. And it's, and it's really cool to kind of like be able to explore those kind of places. And, you know, hopefully we're going to get to go back there and, and see more stories that happen there. But, but the like, brightest, most colorful spot on Tatooine is not those kind of Vespa scooters. It's Pelly Motto. Oh yeah, absolutely. She is an absolute delight. I was, I screamed when she came back on you screen did. again. And truly it's the upswing of the, of the latest episode having been Mandalorian focused is that we get Pelly Because even though we've been on the same planet, yeah, I don't know that Boba knows Pelly or would have any reason to have a business dealing with her. But Mando showing up means we get Amy Sedaris as Pelly Motto, and it's uh, it's just a delight. And the this, whole this thing. whole thing was filled with. I mean, it's filled with fan service. Like it truly was. Like, hey, we've got Naboo fighters coming back in. Yes. we've got that that stick that they use to to keep the the um the part that Pelly says some Jawas ripped off the underside of a um of a star so, cruiser, star something. cruiser or something. Yeah. It's the same kind of part that Han held open the trash compactor with in a new hope. Yeah. Which Wild. is, which is so much fun. Like I, I love reusing those sort of things. I like all the little, you know, the little droids that, you know, the big, the big trash can droid is a battery. Well, like, that one was. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's, that's super fun. And then, yeah, it's uh, man. Mando gets a really sick ship. And then we also get that like the we get some X wings too. In we get that some X wings and and some of the um some of the uh imperial like the New Republic uh starfighters that we know. Yeah, I thought it was just funny that all of those droids had developed 
um, degrees of personality that were all shady towards Mando because oh, of absolutely. how shitty he was towards droids. Yeah. But if you haven't watched Mandalorian, I don't know why you would be watching Book of Boba Fett without watching Mandalorian. First. It wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't make any sense. These are just, I, I don't know if that would make it funnier. It might that all of these droids just don't <laughs> like this guy for some reason. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, a bunch of spoilers for the latest episode, but um, yeah, Pelimato is easy, easily the brightest star on Tatooine. Um, we get the body mods with the droids. This is a really cool concept that I feel like uh, obviously this would also exist. This sort of like cyborg. Well, of course they did it with, with uh, Luke's hand well, like, and Darth off- Vader himself. Yeah. But it, it's one of those things where you don't. And I mean, even Fennec Shand. And that's how we see that connection kind of growing back yeah. in one of the later episodes. Um, it doesn't get addressed as much in the big film. No. And that, that, that there's a sub, a subculture around. Yeah. It that's yeah. That's like, you know, cyberpunk, uh, fucking, Everybody, everybody's upgrading their, you know, their bodies. I mean, it's people were referring to it as a, a power Rangers crew, which, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the space Vespas were, were, I thought delightful and fun and like people kind of going at the For kids. Yeah. It's it, a kid's property. It is. It Toys. absolutely is. And I, you know, they don't give a fuck about your middle-aged opinion. They give a fuck about whether or not children can convince their parents to pay $400 for their own version of that thing. It's not for you. Sorry. Yeah. There's something to be said for these kids trying to stand out on this Brown planet. Yes. Like there's something to be said. Like it makes perfect sense. Yeah. They're absolutely going to have something that's flashy. That's going to set them apart. I, I, I really don't understand. It's the very, it strikes me almost as the little Britain, like the only gay in the village mentality. Like, obviously there's going to be a group of people who feel that even they themselves are somehow outsiders on the furthest planet in the outer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, of course, shut up. <laughs> Why is there going to be a purity test with all of this shit? We're just having fun. Exactly. I can go to Disneyland and build a lightsaber for $250. I don't give a fuck that there's space Vespas. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm actually, I'm relieved that there's space Vespas. Yeah. Like I'm glad that again. And like, this is even something to be said Back for to the future promised me a hoverboard 30 years ago. If I can get a little chub off of a space Vespa, so be it. Cause yes. I'm still walking everywhere. Absolutely. And you know, there was that whole Pixar movie about the Vespas, you know, like there's what, uh, it was, uh, what was it? The one with the fish people. Did what? we do it on the show? Oh, Luca, Luca. That is not a movie about Vespas with fish people. <laughs> That is a movie about fish people who like Vespas. That that's true. <laughs> when I think Luca, I don't think, oh right, oh, that Vespa, Vespa movie. The Vespa movie. With the fish people. <laughs> what? Yeah, do you want to talk about these giant hut twins? I was I I insisted that the hut twins were already canon. He did. I just there was something about the demeanor how they were written the yeah. presentation where I was like, Oh yes, obviously this is something that I, and, I, and apparently they're completely, they're not even like from the declassified books or whatever. No, no, no. They, they are brand, brand new, new characters for the show. So, but I mean, th- they have kind of chronicled job powder pink bitch with her fan and her face tattoo. Oh my God. Fuck me. She up. Is. I need she to is. figure out a way to do that look in drag and it might just be layers of trash bags that are all painted pink and beige. I don't know. Anyway, point is 
they had explored Jabba's like family tree in a lot yeah, of the, a little in, bit. in a lot of like Clone Wars and things like that. But it's always been sort of mysterious. Well, and even in the um to the pod race, because doesn't is it Jabba or another hut or no, you see Jabba. other huts? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a there's one or two more slug people in the Padre scene in Phantom Menace. Exactly. Yeah, and I think so. Like, yeah, you're aware of the Hut family being one of the syndicates, right? Um, but just the fact that like you know there are a lot more, and honestly, this is just cool that there's possibly a planet full of them. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, well, they've got to come from somewhere. Yeah. But they bring in Black Chrysanthemum, who is a previous character yes. from the comics. He first appeared in. Uh, Darth Vader number one, seven years ago in 2015. That's cool. When they first started doing the Darth Vader comics that kind of filled in some of the um, time between the original films. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he was a bounty hunter who worked for Vader after A New Hope. And maybe that's why, because I knew Black Chrysanthemum had a fan base already Mm -hmm. and he's coming in working for these huts. Maybe that's why I assumed that they were. my, My point is, is that it all feels, despite the people pissed about the fucking Space Vespas, this all still feels like accurate world building am i wrong no it definitely is because like they're getting comfortable adding new things into star wars yeah and it feeling like star wars yes and like that's that that's honestly great like i i love i love that they did that speaking of adding being comfortable adding things they managed to add add jennifer beals oh yeah fucking flash dance the l word jennifer beals (laughs) as the twi'lek garza whip running this um cantina casino lounge called the sanctuary yeah where we also see like one of the droids who's a poker dealer looks like one of the droids at star tours there was definitely a luggage guy. the one who made mando check all his weapons looks like the droid in the line for star yeah. tours there also was a uh the the cantina band had like a new fucking max rebo max and, and i thought there's no way that's max rebo and then she was like max hit it in that one episode i was like max rebo's still working He's still kicking. Get yeah. your money, Max. And he, ma- he making yeah. that music. Make them credits, bitch. Hell yeah. With your butthole faced companion. Jeez. Yeah, just fucking phenomenal. And then we also, uh, fucking Danny Trejo. AKA Machete, AKA Ghost of Excuse Hewlett, you, Machete. Machete. As the fucking Rancor farmer, yeah. whatever. And he's here to tell you they're sweet and gentle. Yes. And they'll impress upon the first human they see. Yes. And I love that Boba has a pet rancor i need him to have when he when we hit his bottom of act two sadness moment i need him to go down into the rancor pit and be comforted and just get a little cuddle and just get a little cuddle from the rancor hell yeah that's 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 my dream but yeah let's talk about what people um people are mad for some reason (laughs) for some reason the atlantic thinks the whole thing is uninspired uh, and they kind of point out, you know, the Tuscan Raiders were always meant to be the other tribe in an outer space cowboy versus Indians tale. Yeah. And while they do give them that, that degree of dignity, um, it, it feels parallel to Lawrence of Arabia dances with wolves, Dune, where it's, it's that white savior coming to help the noble savage. And now to more Morrison, not white. Yeah, this is, this is true, but you know, and, and again, that's why I was saying earlier is that, you know, they, they kind of, they kind of are all killed off in a few episodes and it's right. You know, not to say that like all of the Tuscan Raiders are dead. There's probably thousands of them over the planet, but like it, it, that I can see why that sort of sucks, but there's also so much more to it. And there is, but is there enough? And this is another criticism that while it's coming from a fanboy contingent, I can see, I can see it to a degree Sure, that we don't get enough of 
the legend of Boba Fett, the asshole. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he is a bounty hunter after all. Yeah. The only reason Mando, uh, Dark Jin or whatever his actual name is, had the turn is because he his bounty was a child and he didn't know that. And yeah. that's ep- prior to him meeting Grogu. He was fucking shit up. Yeah. And we were like, fuck, yeah, that's a bounty hunter. Yeah, for sure. And that's um one of these articles. I forget which one made the point that like maybe Mandalorian season one should have been a Boba Fett show. I mean, maybe, but I, I honestly, I think that it was good the way that they brought it in because a, it was a, it was a new character that they could, that they could help people buy in and sure. then bring these other characters into them. But the point is some people feel this version of Boba Fett is not that ruthless enough mm-hmm. to earn the turn into uh, you know, sort of redemptive sinner, civilizing savior. I mean, I thought it, it Again, the first few episodes, there was very little dialogue. You were getting a lot of, I mean, and that's the thing, Boba Fett. Some people think he talks too much. I, but yes, you I don't, don't get dialogue for the first 10 or so minutes of the first episode. No, it was. And for, people still think Boba Fett talks too much. Even tomorrow, Morrison. Yeah. I said, he, he kind of talks too much. Well, since these guys all have a hard on for like, you know, drive, not like fucking. Uh, uh, I'm drinking a hot beverage. <laughs> you can't make me laugh it through my nose, madam. But yeah, I mean. Drive. These assholes who like drive. Well, that's the thing is like that whole movie was. You know, I met Ryan Gosling once. I know you did. Yeah. I'm very jealous. And, and he smelled honest. nice. I, 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 I was drunk. One day I'll find out. That's a, that's a promise, Ryan. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like Boba Fett was always soft-spoken or not soft-spoken, but like. Um, soft-spoken. Sorry. He didn't <laughs> talk much. He didn't talk much at all but there also isn't prior to this there isn't a whole lot of boba fett no there's not so what who's to say what boba fett actually is and honestly he was literally designed to sell toys if, and all of these 50 if, year old men are like meh, meh, meh. if anyone is qualified to tell us what boba fett is it's dave filoni yeah like he's literally built all of this other stuff that is that is canon and everybody loves yeah why wouldn't you trust him and he was lucas's fucking prodigy right like yeah. he he studied out lucas's elbow and so for anyone to say these power rangers colors whatever vespa's things aren't very george lucas aren't very star i'm Wars. sorry did you see american graffiti exactly like, literally that's <laughs> literally a george lucas trope but look how flashy this ride is right so like i mean fuck like the, the 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 silver like the super silver spaceships from from the prequels yeah you can't tell me that he wasn't oh into God. doing each and every flashy, individual pod yeah. racer Oh yeah. Like they were each different. They clearly like he spent time designing those vehicles. Don't tell me George Lucas wouldn't have had fucking jewel toned Vespas at some point. Yeah. It's just hard to film that sort of stuff. So they didn't do that in the seventies. Right. Like that's the reason why they didn't do it. Miniatures with. It's with- also by the way, why some of these things were fucking ice cream makers and, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, household hobby parts, spray painted metallic Brown and, and glued together to look well, like no, some form of robot matte because you don't want to be able to see all the big things that are around it. Cause everything's a miniature, like, but nobody yes. wants to admit the things that are true that justify the approach here. Exactly. These people who are professionals who have been doing this their entire life and have dreamed of creating and breathing more life into these worlds. These people are just jag holes because they're not kowtowing to one fucking 11, like inner 11 year olds specific fantasy about being, you know what I mean? Like it's all, is it just a problem that like the show doesn't really do a lot to sub 
to subvert your expectations? Do you think that's why I think people would argue that the expectations are being subverted too much. Mm. I don't agree. I don't either. Because I I feel like, and again, I feel like just as much as Rogue One, this feels like it's in the Star Wars universe. It just doesn't have the same style and cadence that for some of these folks is like, this isn't the real Boba Fett. And my counter is it is because it is there is no other Boba Fett. Even with the extended universe stuff, there's not enough there to say, no, 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 this couldn't have happened because it clearly could and did. You know, and we're kind of we're kind of ignoring the Star Wars holiday special that had a bit more of Boba Fett. Well, it had his origin or whatever. Yeah. But, but again, that's even that wasn't available to most people yeah. who have been dry jerking to what they think Boba Fett is. Yeah. And, and truly all we're doing is filling in gaps between the Sarlacc pit yeah. till now. And it's fine. Like we're not, tr- they're not trying to rewrite who he is. No, they're just filling in those gaps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's good. I'm I'm having a great time. Yeah, I am. I'm too. really enjoying it. I, re- I and again, this episode being it, this last episode being a departure from from Boba Fett and focusing more on Mandalorian. Yeah, definitely was was a left turn I wasn't expecting. But like, well, we were expecting it because we heard the fuiu fuiu at the Wee-wee-wee. end of the end of the previous episode. Yes, so we knew it was happening. But the fact that it was all Mandalorian and Grogu's going to get some little like chainmail thing. He's going to get some Beskar chainmail. And also I love when they say the word Grogu. It's ah, it's, nice. it's just so cute. It I is. love it. Thank you all for joining us on this little hiatus. We'll see you at the top of the season in a couple weeks. Yeah. You can follow the show. Social media. Where can they do that at, Clancy? They can follow the show at NonplusPod on Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. And Facebook. And also Facebook. And if you've got suggestions for stuff for us to cover, you can email those to submissions at nonpluspod.com. Yep. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe on your pod platform of preference. Please do. We love that. Game that algorithm for us. Leave us a comment. Yeah. We might um, even read it. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Who yeah. knows? Anything is possible with Barbie. Yeah. That over there is my husband, Clancy. And over there is my beautiful husband, Josh. Mm, and we have been nonplus. Nonplus is right. <coughs> about these haters. My oh, God. Cedar. Ugh. This is an who, allergy call. Who is she? Who is she? She's that plant bitch who's jizzing all over Austin right now, <laughs> fucking up my sinuses. Oh, fuck her. Cedar Blooms in the winter. Cedar Blooms would be a good stage Cedar name. Cedar Blooms. Shantae, you stay. Boba, you better do. <laughs> Bang. Bang. Sometimes Josh is an asshole. <laughs> you saw me going to hit record. I know. And you made sure. I know what I did. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's, it's nice of you to admit it for once. Rather than oh, gaslight okay. me into thinking that it was all an accident. Um, are you all ready? right, chicks. Um, but there's also the one thing to be said for. <laughs> there's also the thing to be said for. Oh my God. Are you okay? I'm fine. I kick that thing all the time, but I'm going to put a marker in so that you can actually start your sentence of 
Well, there you was were also something to be over. said for. <laughs> okay. Don't forget to check out Tavor on iOS and Android for your 100% independent resource for tasty and tantalizing craft brews. Just search Tavor, that's T-A-V-O-U-R, in your app store search to get $10 off your first order of $25 or more. Cheers! Bye! Bye.